Laker gang. Oh man, we back up in this thing, man. Hey man, this is the Laker Gang Podcast. I'm your boy at M-A-B-U-S 15. You can just call me Mavis. But the Mavis15 is on Twitter. You can follow me on there. And if you missed any past shows, hey, anything we little funny thing, little memes and stuff, memes, uh, whatever you want to say. You can always go to LakerGangPodcast.com. Check out any old episodes. Hey, man, support the show. Support the show. Be a part of the show. Uh, you can always go to our Patreon, Patreon.com backslash LakerGang, and get some of this other content for as low as $3 a month. $3. That's all, man. Just, all right, whatever. Oh, it's finally here, man. It's finally, finally here. They're like, what's finally here? Hey, bro, we got the Laker Media Day and the first day of training camp. Okay. Media Day, we got to see a lot of good things. Mostly them play dress up, but... Everybody on the roster. I think uh, the most shocking thing was seeing that Antetokounmpo, you know, jersey uh, for the Lakers. That was kind of shocking right there. But, you know, some good news came out of it. Biggest thing was what we feared, which is Kuzma still being out with that foot injury. Um we didn't think it was that serious, but it seems like it is, you know. Um, and we wanted to check the status of, you know, the young boy, the long-armed. We we should call him Stretch Armstrong, uh, Horton Tucker, man, with the super strong arms. Uh, looks like he's getting better. His right foot is getting better. Um so hopefully he'll be good in Caroline, the young Caroline from Nevada. Uh, seems like he gonna miss like 10 to 12 weeks, but that's okay. We gonna get the seal. Preseason is coming up. Uh, we gonna get the seal mid-season. So let's get to the juice. Let's get to the, the main topic, which is what everybody wanted to hear the head coach and how he's going to use this team. Uh, Frank Vogel gave so many hot takes that I'm just going to go over a few and we can, we'll chat it up about it. Okay. Frank Vogel had a lot to say, man. Uh, first off, he talked about Kyle Kuzma, who I just brought up. He said, Kuzma is a 10 out of 10 attitude. Has he should have said has a 10 out of 10 attitude and a worker and just a guy that's going to be an ass kicker for us this year. That's great to see from your head coach. We really are looking forward towards Cal Kuzma's development. Seeing that, uh, you know, we got to see him put up some shots, got off that, uh, Celtic USA team, which was good. And, uh, but we want to see how they kind of utilize him. You know, that's I think that's the key thing that we all kind of want to see. He talked about Anthony Davis. Uh, seeing AD up close and personal gets you excited 
about what his season is going to look like. This was just at media day, not training camp yet, but just at media day, just looking at him, he was kind of in awe, which is good to see. Okay, so I'm going to keep going. Frank Bowden. I think Rondo has shot the heck out of the basketball from the three-point line. Ugh. I think Avery, KCP, Dwight, and Jared all look lighter or, and are in great shape. LeBron has had a great summer physically and is in good, great shape. Danny looks great. Okay, that's all good to see. That's that's all good looking stuff. I don't care about that. My main point was, okay, this is what I want to focus on. Rondo shooting the three. Rondo had stretches where he made some big shots uh, last season, but he's not a consistent three-point shooter. Will they change this season? Will he pull a Tony Parker and flip it up on our ass and become a better shooter late in his career? It has happened, Jason Kidd. It has happened, bro. Don't think it can. I don't know if you want him to take those shots, but, I mean, it can happen. My key thing is the balance on this team. And I think Vogel talked about that later on, is what is this – team going to play like, right? Uh, okay. At the end of the first practice, this was Vogel's starting unit. He had Rondo, Green, LeBron, AD, and McGee. And his second unit was Caruso, Bradley, KCP, Dudley, and Dwight. Okay with Cook and Daniels mixed in. And, of course, Kuzma's not playing right now, so we don't know exactly how those lineups are going to come out. But let's just discuss it. Rondo, Green, LeBron, A.D. McGee. So, A.D. McGee, you getting – this already is a – people going to say it's not, but this is a defensive team. And I'll, I'll go back in because you got the, the head coaches, a defensive head coach. But – Green being a good 3 and D guy, LeBron and Rondo both being great passes, decision makers, and A.D. and McGee controlling the rebounds and protecting the rim. That's solid. That's solid, man. LeBron going to get his points. A.D. going to get his points. You know, it really comes down to Rondo. I know a lot of people don't like Rondo, but it's how – good defensively Rondo can be and how much of a liability he is on offense. I can tell a lot of people pushing for the guard, the guard, that's Caruso, you know, but I, I just want to see how he's going to balance because I think Quinn Cook could easily uh, take in some of these minutes, man, and not to mention, I like Troy Daniels. Troy Daniels is a, a good shooter. Like, how are you going to balance – Really, you got four point guards, Rondo, Caruso, Quinn, Quinn Cook, and Troy Daniels. And how are you going to balance that out? We will see, man, but it, it's okay. That second unit, Caruso, Bradley, KCP, Dudley, Dwight Howard. My struggle scoring, my struggle scoring. 
But defensively, that is a solid fucking bench. That is a solid, solid bench, bro. I mean, Bradley, I think Bradley is going to be the key. Can he? He's the best one-on-one defender that we have. I think K, uh, KCP is probably the second when he get his shit together. He don't always play like that. But I think Bradley is the one. Uh, I heard that he lost weight. He cut weight. They saying that his shot is a little better, so we'll see. But Bradley is the key to that second unit because in the West, you got to play all these goddamn point guards and two guards that just want to get up shots. You need a good one-on-one defender. And I think Dwight has to be the anchor. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the the McGee Dwight. Mix, I think it's interchangeable. I'm not like some people. I think you can put either one of them alongside AD and you just as good. I know some people going to say, well, that's Dwight. Hey, man, I think either way, defensively, you're not getting to the rim, bro. Point blank period. You're not getting to the rim with them niggas, man. Uh, I shouldn't be saying them niggas, but it's still, man. And here we go. Even in the practice, here goes Vogel. He believes Rajon Rondo will be an improved off-ball player with Jason Kidd emerges as a late-career shooter as the model, which is, I get it. I totally get it because when teams are trying to worry about LeBron and AD and they have to bring a double, that leaves your point guard wide open at that top of the key, top of the three, however you want to say it. But Rondo will have open shots. That point guard position will get open shots. I'm, I would kind of lead towards Cook, who knocks down a lot of open threes, or even Alex Caruso, who can kind of create off the, off the ball. He's more of a playmaker, and he can knock down shots. But still, I understand if they think Rondo is going to improve, who am I to be like, nah, fuck that. Um, You know what? We'll get back. Second quarter, we'll go into more on Vogel. So let's get to the second quarter. All right, we're in the second quarter. And it seems like Vogel... Of course, this is what he does. He all defensive, you know, tough-minded. Uh, kind of, only in Indiana, he kind of had Paul Pierce and he had Roy Hibbert, of all people. That motherfucker, of all people, kind of anchoring his defense. So, he is a defensive first coach, and this is a defensive team. And you know what? If that's the model, I'm okay with that, seeing that the NBA has been offensive heavy. For the past few years, just heavy offense. Uh, if you look at the model of Golden State, everybody wants to get up and down the floor, and bigs are expendable. You don't really need them on the floor. They go small ball. Well, here's the thing shit change, okay? The model changes. And sometimes you got to go against the grain. Seems like the Lakers are getting bigger and more physical, twin tower type shit to go with AD. And I have no problem with that. Plus, they got that freak of nature LeBron in there. Hey, man, this is a tall, athletic, up-and-down team that can play 
slow and fast, get it done in the half court, the full court. This is what you're looking for. This is the new model. This the new model, man. I have no problems with it. I know some people going to say, well, last year, you know, we was trying to get up and down. Yeah, we was young, and they was trying to get up and down the floor. But defense lacked. Okay, defense lacked. Now, this is a defensive team, and I don't think you're going to have those same struggles in the half court because you have a freak of nature in AD, man. Point blank, period. He going to get buckets. LeBron going to get buckets. You got three great 3 and D guys on this team. You got one of the best on-ball defenders of Avery, Avery Bradley. You got a stretch four in Jared Dudley. I mean... Not to mention bigs that protect the rim and get re and actually get rebounds. I mean, dog, this team is stat and we don't know about the development of the rookies, Horton Tucker. I don't know how much Ante Tacumpo is gonna come into this. We have no clue, bruh. The young boys are a mystery, but could end up benefiting us later, man. Like, but it seems like Vogel. Is 60-40 focused on defense rather than offense? Thinks AD and LeBron is the best league duo. I get that. But here's the most important thing that he said. You're coming to play the LA Lakers. You're going to get hit. You're going to get smashed in the mouth. That's the key point right there. Frank Vogel. Wants to shut your shit down. That's how he's seeing this. I got all these freak athletes. These big motherfuckers that's coming after you. We're going to hit you from different angles. We're going to stop that ball. You can have those damn threes. You're going to shoot a lot of threes, but you ain't getting no layups. That's, yo. Like I said, the model of the NBA switches every few years. And... Why? Hold on. Why I'm here? Why the fuck are people acting like AD and LeBron not gonna be some force? That pisses me the fuck off, bro. Listen, I can't think of a tandem like AD and LeBron, man. Y'all sitting up here trying to because of last season. That was last season, bro. Y'all, I I truly think people just haven't watched AD and don't know how great AD is. They're giving all these MVPs. And, oh, we talking about this team and this team. Hey, man, listen here. This is a solid playoff team with we not. This team ain't even that young no more, man. This is not a young team. This is a win-now team. This is a win-now team. And those – you can't even look at last year, bro. This ain't nothing. This roster is nothing like last year for real. You didn't brought in championship vets. Championship vets. Quinn. Danny. You know what I mean? Cats that's fresh off championships. Fresh off. You didn't win and got dudes that's been on teams that's just been hungry, ready for an opportunity. Avery Bradley, Jared Dudley, Troy Daniels, right? 
Then you got dudes who on their last leg. They desperate. Right? They desperate, man. Dwight. He got to play. He know. He ain't got no choice. And then you add that to Anthony Davis and LeBron, bruh. The unibrow and a fade lining. I shouldn't have said that. LeBron. LeBron lining. It ain't got better, bruh. Hey, no, no friend, no. My cat came in the hey. The offseason might have helped him. The fade is back. Less sweat, I guess. The fade is back. You know. The lining is back nice in the front. It ain't gonna last long. But I'm just saying, it's it's back. But still. I think people fronting on us, man. They fucking hate the Lakers. They fucking hate the Lakers, man. I know I'm rambling, but that's because I'm talking to myself in this room, talking to y'all. It's kind of weird. I'm getting adjusted to it, but still. I think this is... This is... I thought last year was a make-or-break year. I think this is the ultimate make-or-break year. This championship of bust, as always, but especially this year. It's a lot riding on this season to keep Anthony Davis, right? The development of Cal Kuzma and where that's going. I think if shit don't work out, I think a lot of people getting traded the fuck up out of here. I mean, you got shifts in management. They've been dealing with so much bullshit in the media that this really is the make or break year. And you could feel it. And you could tell it was business. LeBron got the team together early to get them bonding. Dwight and AD crashing into each other. You could tell shit getting real. This ain't for play. The Lakers ain't it for real. They shooting for 17. And if you don't know what I mean by 17, you might as well just cut this bitch off right now. You know what? 17. The one. Banner. My nigga. The banner. The trophy. Let me calm down. I got a little too hype. I got a little too hype. But, you know, I'm, I'm pissed off. I just don't like how the media treats the Lakers. You know, you they come with Lakers and Jamie them come with open arms. Y'all talk shit about them for two weeks. You talking shit, but yet you want to be there. Oh, the opening of media day. We got to have the Lakers. Lakers, we got to be right there at the Lakers camp. Why? You don't like them. Fuck you here for? Lock the doors, Jeannie. Fuck these people, man. Keep them out. They've been talking about us for six months on some bullshit. Right? Hyping that other goddamn team, that trash-ass team. You know who the fuck I'm talking about in the same city. Then... After all of that, oh God. Most of you know, I'm speaking from St. Louis right now. I'm nowhere near LA. I love the team. Like a bunch of fans all over the world that don't live in LA. Then you have people saying, well, y'all can't relate to the hate of why 
local LA people would hate the Clippers. Okay, let me break this down for you. I'm nowhere near the city, right? I've been watching the NBA for a very long time. Probably since I was like five. I'll explain my point of view real quick on the Clippers. The Clippers wasn't shit for a long time. I, I saw the little Danny Manning era, Mark Jackson shit. I saw, I even was saw a piece of that Lamar. Of course, I saw the Lamar Odom, Elton Brand, the little Darius Miles run, of course, East St. Louis, what else? I'm, I saw that run too. Quentin Richardson. I saw the Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre run. That's the real run. That's where all these pop-up fans. Lakers were the city of L.A. Still are the city of L.A. Clippers are the hype machine that came along a few years ago because they got Chris Paul off some bullshit that we were supposed to have them. They never, they not legitimate at all. They built their shit. Same with this shit. Do favors. I said it. I don't give a fuck. If I get, I don't give a fuck. Lakers was supposed to have Chris Paul. Bullshit happened. They get Chris Paul. Right? I ain't sugarcoat shit. That's the truth. That's the straight up truth. Clippers wasn't shit. Now all of a sudden, Clippers fans been to the playoffs a few times, and now they act like they on the same level as the Lakers. <laughs> Which is funny. Niggas are shooting for their 17th championship. 17th. These niggas still putting banners of Austin Rivers up. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I went off the rip. But you're putting selfies in your Raptors' is selfies. And you're trying to cover up the team. I can't wait until they leave, by the way. They got to get the fuck out of Staples. But I'm, I'm going to just be real. I, I'm not there. But I understand. A lot of Lakers fans all over the United States, all over the world, understand we can see things much differently we love the team even though we're not there okay and with that being said i think the jello is jiggling yeah i'm gonna wrap this up man i'm gonna wrap this up this was the laker gang podcast just a filler you know I'm going to come with way more with some guests, man. I want y'all to start sending me video audio clips. You can send video clips on, on Twitter, man. At M-A-V-U-S-1-5. Send your at and say how you feel about the team, man. I will put it on this podcast. Your actual words. I want to hear from y'all. I want to make this thing interactive. I'm tired of just talking to myself in this room. I want to make this thing interactive. So at me on Twitter, 
right? Add me on Twitter, man. M-A-V-U-S-1-5. Say your at name and give me like a minute of you just saying whatever you want on the Lakers. Go off on some rant. I don't give a shit. I'm going to play it. And I'll talk about it. You know, let's make it fun. But yeah, man, if you want the merch, you want the merch from the show? You want to be fly? Make sure you go to spreadshirt.com backslash Laker Game Podcast. Okay? If you, oh, the music. I'm still, Nadine, I'm still with this heat, boy. That's at Nadine Beats. N A D I M B E A T S on Twitter, man. Nadine made this heat. And if you want to submit some heat, if you think you can top what Nadine did, which is pretty tough because I love this beat, make sure you send it to my email, rfam. R-F-A-M, period, M-A-V-U-S, at gmail.com. But remember, no copyright material, no samples, all original. Because they be tripping, man. You think I don't want to play Common on here? You think I don't want to play the the baby new one? You think I don't want to play Crit? I do, but I can't. Because copyright material. But still, make sure you send that in, man. Make sure you go to LakerGamePodcast.com if you miss some of the episodes. And you know what, man? You know who we out like? We are out like Sacre. All right. We out. Short and sweet. See y'all next week.